production focused on student athletes their issues and the navigation of their experience as college athletes when we bring our student athletes to campus part of the promise is that you'll be able to earn the degree that allows you to find a job that provides comfort stability and generational understanding of how education can change your fortunes and provide a path forward for a family in ways known and unknown boy that was wordy i probably should (laughs) have probably should have edited that a little bit better, but I didn't. What we don't always do is provide much insight on how exactly to manage your money, how to budget, how to maximize your assets and build your wealth. I'm by no means an expert in this field, but I know plenty of folks a lot smarter than I am, including Maya LaFleur. And together we'll explore some of the financial-related questions student-athletes may be facing both now and in their futures. Maya, it is so lovely to have the opportunity to do this again in person. Yes, sir. Yo, 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 it's your girl. I'm back. Uh, I want to go ahead and apologize if my voice is a little raspy. Kind of lost it in practice the other day, but um, just blessed to be here. Um, it's just nice to be out of the house, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, I just got out of quarantine. Uh, just blessed to be back, though. I'm back. I'm better. We back on this podcast. Yeah. First time in a while. Happy. Long time. Long time. Long time. Let's, let's jump right into it. You know, I've had some discussions about just money management and stuff and how it's kind of a mixed bag with student athletes. You know, some are pretty conscious and some get that refund check and gone. Yeah. Why is managing the money important as a student athlete, particularly as it relates to those refund checks? Uh, Well, managing money is important in any aspect, but definitely as a student athlete because you get your refund check. But then you just get it. You want to make sure by the end of the semester you have enough money to pay for what you need to pay for. <laughs> so, like, if you're not – it's different if you stay in the dorm and when you don't stay in the dorm. But uh, here at Austin P, you only have to stay at a dorm for one year. So, after that, you're paying for your apartment and your food because you're off meal plan because you don't stay in the dorm anymore. So, even in the dorm, when I was in the dorm as a freshman, I still had to manage my money in some type of aspect to make sure that I was having enough money – to eat when the calf was closed and things like that by the end of the semester. So I just think it's important because if you don't manage your money, you might (laughs) end up one day in the end of the semester and you used it all on food or clothes or anything. So just knowing where it's going is important. How good are your peers with budgeting? Not to, don't, don't like put anybody on the spot, but just like, yeah, some are better than others. I imagine. Yeah. I'm not gonna call any names, but my peers, uh, well, some of them are good at budgeting. Some of them are overachievers at budgeting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then some of them are just flat out terrible at the whole process, I'd say. Do y'all have, like, a comprehensive – this this is going to sound stupid, but, like, it's – you get so many things as part of being a student athlete. Like, your clothes are free, your shoes are free. Yeah. Like, do you have a comprehensive understanding of how expensive things are when you have to start buying them and it's not school-issued anymore? Yeah, I'm not going to lie to that. I think 
most student athletes do have that understanding um, about like how expensive things are when you leave college. Like, especially when you move out that dorm that first year and you start paying for your apartment bill, um, and then you have to pay for the extras. So that's like the lights. Have to start going to get your own groceries and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, I think most people understand um, how expensive those things are outside of college. But then again, most people don't care when you're in this college setting at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But do you? How do you budget? Me personally, I use just a spreadsheet on my Mac, um, Excel spreadsheet, and just one of those automated ones. So like, literally, you can go to Excel type in budget. <laughs> And it'll come up, it'll come up, it's a pie chart to the right of it, and then there are sections to the left. And I literally sit down before um, before the semester starts and before that month starts and write down everything that I think that I'll need and put it into those boxes, and it adds it up by itself, basically. So I don't really have to do any of the math. Just have to follow and stick to what it's saying to do. I've tried to use apps. Budgeting apps, uh, I didn't really like any of them that I downloaded. What's the con to them? I like to put it, put the money I spent in myself, and it's like sometimes it doesn't always use all the calculations. So it'll tell you when you spent this amount of money using this card, but maybe sometimes using another card or paying by cash. So it's like not it doesn't incorporate everything when you use the app or the apps that I've downloaded. Obviously, probably haven't using them right, <laughs> but I like the spreadsheet better. It's easy for me to keep up with my money there. So, what about the envelope method? Do you know anybody that uses that? I don't. Do you use that? I uh, no, I don't. But I do know people that like they will take envelopes and uh, fill them with money. And here's the rent envelope, and here's the grocery envelope, and uh, here's the superfluous spend money just to spend it envelope, and that's what they've got for the month. Okay, no, I've never actually seen that. Not even my parents. I've never even seen that with them. I see them take money out of envelopes, but I'm pretty sure that's when they just leave the bank. In there, yeah, no, I haven't seen the envelope method, especially not in college students. Okay, so. it, it didn't seem like something that would really work for college <laughs> students, but you know, thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, it's 2020. I know. I, hey, you're talking to somebody who went and stood in line and paid his own like electric bill as recently as 2010. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit dinosaur Uh Credit card debt. Uh, I, do you understand that, like, yes, it's an, it's something that you can use to build good credit, but also you can put yourself behind an eight ball that's impossible to get out of? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for a long time, credit, card, credit cards scared me. Like, I was literally terrified to open up a credit card or even, like, check my credit score because it was, like, so many, like, conspiracy theories going around like once you check it and now it goes down yeah. like even through the apps so i was like what <laughs> like why would that even happen who morally made that up like what's wrong with you but um i just recently opened my first credit card and shout out to discover uh they got a great student card over there at discover y'all need to tap in tap in but um just using it i started using it for like simple things so like if i get gas and i'll go ahead and pay it off like right then and there um, or when it comes through, and it's built my credit. Like my credit is going up slowly but surely. Um, but no, I think that's very important to understand, like credit and using that wisely. It's like don't open up a credit card if you're not going to use it right. 
So, like I said, one of those student cards is good um, and being disciplined to only use it for a certain thing. Like, literally, I only use it for gas. I'm not going to swipe it if I'm trying to get something else, like, just because I know it's not there. It's not actual money there and that I will have to pay it off soon. So, Oh, no, that's a good plan. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I will tell you now two stories uh, that probably explain why. I was really bad with money at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents just got their first credit card last year. They're considerably older than I am. Okay. <laughs> so so they've never built credit, and so I was taught that credit cards were the devil. Mm. And when I was trying to buy a house for the first time, it was brought to my attention, you don't have any credit. We can't sell no, you a house. Yes, yes. So like you said, you were taught that credit cards are the devil. When I thought about credit cards, I'm thinking like, who in their right mind would swipe the card and spend money that they didn't have? <laughs> like, that does not make sense to me. But then I was like, oh, okay, that's how they, these people are making these big purchases. This is how, like, credit is not just about money anymore. It's about yeah. if you're responsible enough to pay it back. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's so, about, and, and you you got to be able to develop good credit if yeah. you want to buy. If you want, like, you can't get anything without it. Yeah, I mean, well, you can if you're the sort of, oddball my dad was where like he built our house with okay, his, yeah. himself and paid cash for every vehicle he ever owned but not everybody does it that way yeah like yeah. you have to it's important to develop good credit and bad credit can follow you around for oh, yeah. years and be tough to repair uh do you know if some companies do a credit check on you now if they're gonna hire you i did not know that actually my uh, mother-in-law works in accounting for a large international corporation uh -huh. and they got in a situation some years back where they didn't check on a guy's credit and as it turns out he had awful credit and like was living in the company parking lot because mm. he couldn't afford he couldn't get an apartment or anything wow. else like People are checking on that stuff now. That's crazy. You got to be on your P's and Q's because he's trying to build himself up. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, but it's credit bad. And yeah. Then, but also, like, it's a it's a thing that if you get if you get behind the eight ball, it's impossible. Like, there's just – it's so difficult to, to drag yourself out from having bad credit. Is that something that – like, is anybody talking to you guys right now – in terms of, hey, you need to do what you're doing. Get a credit card. Only buy this certain thing on it. Start building credit because you're going to need it. There's, I don't think there's no one. That conversation is not being held. Like, I'm a business major, though, as well. So, like, some of my classes, I take financing classes, and we talk about it there. But, like, if. Are you talking about personal finances or are you talking about, like, business finances? So both. Okay. Uh, in a sense, yeah. So, but I don't think, like, most of my peers are knowing that. And I know a lot of them don't have credit cards. Some of them do, but a lot of them don't. Uh, I don't know if anyone's getting educated like that. I know we had a, a session last year mm -hmm. through Student Athlete Development uh, on it, a small session. But, but it's important to have that stuff, right? Because yeah. you're not going to be able, like, <laughs> that's not one of those instances where you can go and learn on the job. Like, yeah, learning about sure. credit when you're trying to develop it is not great yeah my brother introduced me to the discover card at the house in quarantine <laughs> oh really yeah well, so one good thing came out of it at least then <laughs> uh you talked about how you're you feel like you're using money that's not there talk about the dangers of venmo and paypal and cash app because that is really 
like you can just hit that button and keep on moving. Yeah. It's even easier than a credit card. Yeah, I will say I don't when I do use Cash App, it's easier for me to just not think twice. Like I'm like, oh yeah. I'll send you that. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, when I was sitting down and writing this, I was like, you know, I don't use Venmo much, but I'm going to wonder what my history is. My history is significantly larger than I expected mm-hmm. it to be just because you don't think about it. And yeah. it's just easy to go five bucks, 10 bucks, yeah, 20 for sure. bucks. Especially like when you've disciplined yourself to not, or sometimes just like, Within my team, sometimes we forget our wallets or leave it in the locker room, like, when we go out somewhere. But it's like, oh, I got you. I'll, I'll cash up you, like, for someone else to get that. Like, if that was never a thing, we would never be doing that, and those the dollars that are never have been spent. So, I don't know. I, but I do not think that it's, like, terrible. Um, my my teammates, personally, are just – they're good at using cash up. Like, they don't go crazy using it. So, there's a lot of different ways you can pay for stuff now. You got Apple Pay. Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, Amazon Pay. Pretty much anything except cash anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, percent interest, interest rates, mm. interest fluctuation. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm some wild expert about it, but mm. I know enough to be dangerous. But it was also something that nobody was explaining to me when I was yeah, sure. in college, and I'm guessing that's still very much the same. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we're, you come here to learn, and it feels like that's a very important thing to learn that nobody's bothering to teach. Yeah, it's a lot of college. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of stuff you you think you should know by the time you graduate college that you, you're not even prepared for um, in the real world. So, I mean, is that is that something that we need to be more mindful of when we're doing student sessions for you guys or the university at large? Like, we got to, hey, we got to do some more financial literacy stuff to yeah. really – prepare people yeah i think so um ryan just developed this new committee that i'm on the student athlete development committee and we talk a lot about how um student athletes when they graduate what are they going to do next what are the next steps and what do we need to be helping them on then there so i think those guys do a great job ryan does a great job of trying to get the student athletes to austin p prepared and ready for that next step um, but I do think finances and financial literacy needs to be one of those top things that we go over as well. Taxes. Do you, have you done your own taxes? Could you do your own taxes? Yeah. I've once, yeah, this past, this past tax year. How was the experience? Oh, frustrating. It was very frustrating. It was just because it was my first time doing my taxes um, I had an internship in the summer that I had, uh, filed for. Like, that was the taxes that I filed. And I don't know. It was just a lot of different stuff going on because my mom was doing, like, it wasn't. It didn't match up to what my mom was doing or what my brothers were doing. It was, like, my own thing. But I figured it out on my own. I was also in quarantine, so. Had a lot of time to devote to it, I suppose. But, like, yeah. And you're a business person. You kind of have an understanding yeah. of that stuff built in, and it's still... And it's still, yeah. It's, it's still. It's not all bleak. Like, I think we've spent a lot of time pointing out the pitfalls and stuff, but, like, there are mm. some really amazing things, especially when you get your first or second or fifth 
like real adult job like 401k the it's important to invest in that it's important yeah. to to really research a retirement plan because your employers and maybe i'm just blessed because working for the state shout out state benefits <laughs> it is we ain't getting rich but we will get comfortable nice <laughs> it is it's important to research going in like hey your employer will match this to your 401k this is your benefits this is like because that stuff it's not even it's not even setting you up for like right now but wait when you retire yeah that stuff's huge yeah me and my mom were talking about it the other day she's just like it's just, her eyes just got bright when she when i started talking about 401k she was just like yeah you want to make sure your employer is able to match this and give you this amount of percentage so when you do uh, retire, uh, you're comfortable. Yeah. At least. Because it ain't, it, I mean, it ain't going to be a ton, but gosh, it's better than, that's the whole reason I went and got a college degree, because my parents' retirement plan is hope they die before the money runs out, basically. And yeah. I wanted something a little bit more. Gotcha. Um, yeah. What else? What have we missed? Because, you know, financial literacy is kind of a broad topic yeah but man there's so many things that i feel like it's important people know and understand oh yeah especially for college students i just think i mean we touched on it but really emphasize budgeting like it doesn't even like i think budgeting has such a negative connotation to like where college is like no i want to spend my money like i want to use it i want to have fun with it i want to retail with it but you can like I literally still do those things. Like I'm not holding back my money, but I know where it's going. So I have it going into savings. I have it going into um, leisure. I have it going into like having fun, like things that are fun. But I know where it's going. That's the thing. But well, and, it, and it's no different than in the future. Like you're you're gonna have to budget. Like it's yeah. not a college thing. It's it would be great practice to practice now when the stakes are relatively speaking Mm -hmm. lower yeah but um i think i think everybody should budget like you said but and then start now like there's no reason not to start now because you're getting a certain amount of money that you know you you're getting like it's not like it fluctuates that much yeah you're getting what you get when you when they drop the refund but just putting that money it's it's beautiful like at the end of the month i promise it's so beautiful like it's, see, like, it's really rewarding you to the end of the month like oh hey i kept a little bit back that's a little bit of me money there yeah exactly so well, budget's I, huge budget's huge financial literacy is huge you can pay sweeping dividends now and in the future uh thanks for coming in today no problem it's a pleasure pleasure's all mine thank y'all for listening